0: park life podcast i'm your host beth and i'm here with my other co-host
1: hey it's greg as usual
0: greg Greg, i have a question for you yes um since we're like already past our seven-day trial have you canceled your subscription to 2021 yet
1: um i have not it has not been the worst so i'm keeping it i'm gonna hold on to it
0: okay okay you're right you did get a new car we just talked about this on pat chat yes Uh, so some of you won't know what we're talking about and I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm so
1: sorry. I, I was a haggler. <laughs> I tried I remained firm in my in my haggling. Awesome. Hey, we um are in the middle of a new well, a returning festival over at Epcot, which you know I'm excited about because of my immaturity because we get to call it farts. farts. Right, because um, of Festival of the Arts.
0: Doug looked at me the other day and he goes, Oh yeah, farts started and I was yeah. like, there it is. There yeah, it is. It it's back. There it
1: is. If you were following along on our Instagram at The Park Life Podcast on Friday, you saw that I was hanging out uh, for quite a bit over there at the farts, and um, I didn't eat too many things. I Really, the only thing I had was some chicken dish, which I'm not going to pronounce, but it's spelled C-O-Q, and I was obviously making inappropriate jokes on the story about how I was pronouncing that, but uh, it was a little windy that day, and I don't know if you saw um, everyone, but I it, the the chicken thing I got comes with like a little pancetta crisp chip which is so neatly placed right like of course because it's an artful festival thing it was a little windy and that thing just blew right on off and i didn't know until i went to go eat it i was like oh it's like that's like what i was looking forward to because it's like a nice it complements the chicken and stuff so i thought okay let me go look around to see if i can find where my little pancetta crisp blew off and i found it on the ground And not only did it land on the ground but someone ran it over with their scooter because it had tire marks all over it. it's that thing
0: this that did thing. you go back and ask for another one Were you like look it
1: was too late honestly since the yeah. um i want to say the lines are long but you know how it is at disney you know, the lines appear to be long I was like, i'm not i'm not going back up there if i don't have to they You're were like, really
0: excuse me my thing fell off of yes. my thing blew off my plate
1: my pancetta crisp <laughs> blew off the wind my pancetta blew crisp the... um however you, was it good but yeah the chicken was good um the potatoes yeah. were were good it's in some type of like raspberry mustardy sauce um It was great, honestly, that the food was good and um, we got some merch and stuff, obviously, because, you know, and uh, if you ever want to run into or see some of the people you follow on YouTube or even TikTok or Instagram, go on opening festival days because it's everybody. It's a who's who of like, I'm air quoting this, celebrities because they're literally everywhere. Um, I try not to harass anybody because you know they're enjoying their life but like every couple of minutes like oh that's so-and-so oh that's so-and-so from the Diz oh I follow that guy on YouTube yeah. oh that's so-and-so from Instagram did
0: you, uh, did you see 10 tracker was he there
1: no we saw him at Magic King the other day but I didn't see him there uh, I don't know day. what
0: day it was we watched we just watched their video to see what like what they were gonna mm-hmm. uh, the food that they ate and honestly he was like not they were like not fans of the oh. food so I was like well I guess you gotta you know You got to give them credit for being honest.
1: We were there with JT and Mariah, who we've had a a couple of times throughout our history here of the show. And they had everything they got, I think, that they liked. I did get a pin and I decided that we should give this pin away. So Beth and I were talking um, before we started to hit record. And I don't want to do a typical giveaway. So this is a fifth year anniversary limited release Festival of the Arts farts pin um it's got figment on it a little easel and stuff i'll obviously post a photo of it so we can see it but rather than just have everyone go follow us on instagram or like check out the post and like it what i'd rather do is make sure this gets into the hands of someone who is a big figment fan or at least a fan of festival of the Arts. so if you are someone you know um, is a big farts fan or a figment fan let us know tell us why you weren't able to or why you're not able to make it to, to disney right now and i want to make sure that is the person who receives this kind of thing so you can submit your story or the story of someone you know and uh and we'll pick a winner so to speak there you can do it on our website that park or keep your eyes peeled on our instagram account also i
0: want to Before thank that. greg for uh displaying the pin so that i can see it many times like he's talking to you but you yes. can't see us that's so, true well um, i, I agree with that vanna
1: it's theater of the mind right so i could describe well, i'm gonna continue describing well it's like a medley thing i don't what know color is what color it's, is it it's you know i'm colorblind how dare you um you know we haven't done jokes in a while so i think maybe next week we'll do some disney jokes i feel like it's i feel like it's been a while um speaking of TikTok, as i mentioned you go if you go on an opening day of a festival you're gonna see people you know um our guest today I discovered via TikTok, which I think is becoming my new favorite place to find uh, people to bring on, because um, in this particular case, a chain of awesome cast member stories was started. You know, with you can stitch your videos in TikTok, so that led me to uh, reaching out to Ben. So Ben, welcome.
2: Hi. Thank ben. you very much for having me. Of hey, course, guys.
0: yeah. Ben Barsh, everyone, not Ben Brash. No, nope. not Ben Brash. I wanted to call him, but it's okay. It's Totally <laughs> okay.
2: There you go. Yeah.
0: Uh, did you take care? Did you take care of that cat?
2: I did, yeah. She's very happily chilling over on the couch, so I, she doesn't really move once she sits. So
0: yeah, I'm going to need you to explain to me because, uh, guys, before uh, it sounded like there was a bird. I was like, oh, he has a bird. Like I'm hearing the bird. He's like, no, that's my cat rubbing the wall. So I need some explanation on how that sound, like, what exactly was the cat doing?
2: So it's like her paw on the door wall of a uh, of uh, like the one of those glass doors that goes outside, okay. like oh. to a patio. Yeah. And this, uh, for the last couple of days, we've been dog sitting for my older sister because she's a nurse yeah. and she sometimes works like three or four days in a row. So we just kind of take her dog for a couple of yeah. days. So the cat stays downstairs with me, but she doesn't like being cooped up very much. So she'll like sometimes scratch at the back door wall and like want to <laughs> go outside and then she'll go outside for like 30 seconds and then come back. Oh, so yeah. she's a delight.
0: Yes, she is, absolutely is. The cat's is. Name? Maya. Maya. Sweet yeah. Maya.
2: Sweet she's Maya. she
0: our pod. Yeah. So,
1: you know, we've never had a cat on. Maybe that's what we're missing. That's the missing piece yeah. of this puzzle is interviewing a cat. People want, they want more yeah. cats. They
2: want she a... is like very much an outdoor cat most of the time, oh, so catching gosh. her is like catching yeah. a celebrity at, at one of the festivals. <laughs> this
1: week on Cat Chat. So <laughs> yeah. So Ben, um came across you on TikTok cuz you were sharing a story about being mm-hmm. a cast member. I thought, well, this makes sense. Let's have you on it and we'll do a little deeper discussion about your time. You did the Disney College Program in 2018, if I remember correctly hmm cool. correct. Let's start there. What was your first role doing the Disney College program?
2: So my first role was quick service food and beverage at the All-Star Music Intermission Food Court, which was amazing for anyone. You know, people think quick service food and beverage, they don't, you know, it, the gears don't start turning, but it was amazingly fun. One of my really? favorite, okay. My okay. favorite okay. aspects of Disney was working there. Did you Ask you-
0: part of, like the whole secret menu thing? Was that...
2: I can't confirm nor deny Uh-oh. anything about the secret menu, but oh boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've
0: had items on the secret menu. I was just curious, like how often how often people will come up and say something about it.
2: I think over I was there like five months. I think I had two people ask me <laughs> in five months. So
0: and it pretty rare. I mean the
2: the rarest secret menu thing I could accomplish was like making a Mickey head out of ice cream. Okay. like we didn't okay. really have anything super uh, under the radar.
1: What did you like about it? Because I, Mike, my wife worked food and beverage. She was at a table service restaurant in animal kingdom. And it was, as she says, she's grateful for the experience. That's like the nice yeah, way to put sure. it. Yeah. But, um, I, 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 I like it to hear that, uh, you actually enjoyed it. So what was, what was fun about it?
2: I think going into it, I was just happy to be there, mm-hmm. which was a big, uh, a big, uh, you know, step up to maybe other people who, um, would come in in the college program in yeah. a, a role like that. Cause everyone kind of wants to go work by the castle or do everything. And, and I was at all-star music at, you know, at the food court and I was just happy to be there. So okay. walking into it, I was just thrilled. Um, cause I had grown up going to Disney. We went like once or twice a year growing up. So I'd been to all-star music and while I was there, I just met some of the most amazing people, um, that I've met in my entire life. My management team, my leaders were just amazing uh my coordinators were amazing they were all really understanding and really helpful and my fellow cast members the other cps and uh full part-time cast members were yeah. just some of the what well, in my opinion we were like the best team <laughs> in disney like i thought yeah. so highly of everyone everyone thought so highly of each other yeah. we were all there to serve the guests and it, it was just such a well-oiled machine and we had a lot matter. of uh it does it matters, it matters a lot matters
0: yeah I, when people like yeah. actually enjoy working together and you can definitely tell
2: yeah, there was no drama. There was no any a, anything like that. We had a couple members of the international college program, um, which was that that cultural experience was amazing as well. So I think it was just everything was firing on the right cylinder for for five months, which was it, it's pretty hard to see at any yeah. work location oh, ever. Right. So
1: what's a, uh, a typical day for a food and beverage cast member at a place like the what's the official title of the food court there?
2: the intermission food court. Yes,
1: I always want to yeah. remember it but I never do.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um well, I so my first couple months were a bit different than the last couple months. Um when I got there, we'd gotten trained in all the different areas. So, for example, at like the intermission food court is very different than the quick service within the parks because the quick service within the in the parks there's only a couple different roles to do. Mm-hmm. Like there's the cash register, there's uh actually like plating the food and then bussing tables. But we had all these different, uh, windows where you could get different foods. So we Mm -hmm. had like a pizza area where you could get pizza, pasta, salad. Then we had, um, like the grill, which was hamburgers, fries, all that kind of stuff. The other window was specialty where they made like steaks and chicken, (laughs) amazing food for like the intermission food court. Like the chefs were just amazing. Our menu was, was killing it at all times of the year. Um, and then we had an ice cream area. So you just kind of rotate between the couple and, uh, it's really that was my favorite part you only stay in one location for like an hour at a time oh, okay and then you kind of switch around but then as uh i think after two months i got trained to be a cashier and then from then on i was pretty much like only a cashier because mm-hmm. there was only so many people trained to do it um yeah so that was a whole different experience but my favorite part was walking around bussing tables because you could just talk to guests yeah, and, you can chat. you know out. help them with yeah it was it was amazing
0: or like eavesdrop in on their
2: conversation, which is totally what I was That as well. Yeah. Oh, they didn't like that ride. That's interesting. That's my favorite ride. I'm gonna move over to the <laughs> other like, table now.
1: Sorry,
0: I overheard
1: you. I was cleaning this table, but let me tell you, after your time at Food and Beverage, is this, you were was it the same college program semester? Did you extend in order because I know you went from there to Epcot?
2: I extended. So okay. I did um August to Jan- like early, early January mm-hmm. at All Star Music and then switched out to attractions at uh, The season of Nemo and Friends, Turtle Talk with Crush, and Illuminations, depending on the night.
1: Okay. Um, I feel like Beth and I have a lot of questions about Turtle Talk with Crush. And I have a I, I have a wait, few. I'm so excited. A, <laughs> i
2: excited. That's always few. the number one. So I don't bet. like fire away. That's, Good. that's the number one. Um,
1: however, I, um, I was thinking about an attractions cast member because I've never worked attractions. I have a really limited scope with my time at Disney because I really only worked in one area and it wasn't even at a park. It was at a resort. So I don't think I've asked this question of someone who has done attractions before, but the uh, Seas with Nemo and Friends is an omnimover attraction, which we've talked about a bunch on this on, on this podcast. So sometimes and this happened to me specifically, we were my wife and I were boarding our clamshell. It's not a clamshell. It's a seashell. What kind of shell is it? It's a shell.
2: It's a, it's a seashell. C- at, okay. At the, at, at the end of the day. Yeah, I would I would say clamshell for little Mermaid. little
1: mermaid, That's more. Anyway, we were boarding our seashell and there was a guest who was a little older and she didn't quite make it on and she wound up like falling down and it's not funny but Nicole and I laughed cuz like the reason why it was funny is we just were watching like this lady's not going to make it. It's not going to make it. Not going to make, not it. Gonna make the... it. And then the bag of bones <laughs> fell, right? So we knew it was coming. So um that's a good example as like I know why the attraction stopped at that point, but how often does that happen? What um, makes the attraction stop and how long typically do you have to wait? Like what's that what's the ride cycle like?
2: So the the general answer is it it depends per attraction. Okay. Of course. Um so like the Seas with Demon Friends, we're really lucky that it it powers down and powers back up very quickly, like within minutes. But then there's something like Big Thunder Mountain, which I've heard rumors, I, I, just from anecdotal evidence, I guess yeah. you could call it, that takes like an hour. Ooh. So mm-hmm. I don't know how true that is. Again, I, I can't confirm that fully, but you know, if something were to happen like that, it it really depends on, you know, if, if someone gets hurt, if something um, fell outside of a ride vehicle and we have to walk around the tracks to, you know, make sure it's safe to uh, operate again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it really depends. Uh, something like Nemo would be quick as, yeah. as long as yeah. nothing terrible are there,
0: happens. Um, are there sensors on the floor? So like if people drop stuff, do the sensors go off?
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. on, on I, every attraction I believe has them. Um, I'm like, so if o- an attraction
0: that has small children, how often would that happen?
2: Most of them have the seatbelt. Do you mean like a child falling out? Is that what you mean?
0: No, like, okay, I was like... dropping stuff on the floor. And so then you're like, um, okay, well the sensor went off and now we have to stop. And
2: it happens uh, more often than you'd, you'd expect. Uh, yeah. But it also depends on. What
0: it depends is. on, the, it
2: depends what it is. Like if a backpack okay. falls out, like a heavy backpack, that's going to trip the sensor. Yeah. If maybe like a water bottle falls out or something, it might not trip the sensor. So it might not shut it off automatically, but I like, When I transferred to Nemo, uh, just for like some hard evidence of of my claims, um, I was working like 13 hour days because it was in the middle of a CP gap. So they didn't have anyone from the college program except us who transferred. So I was there like all day, you know, from open to close. And it would maybe happen once per day. Um, uh, On a bad day, it'd be twice. And maybe Mm -hmm. we were just lucky, um, but it rarely happened.
1: What's like the weirdest thing you saw working that attraction? The weirdest
2: it got was, um, so when you get off of Nemo, it's called like like load two where or unload where where you get off. Yeah, unload two is the whatever. Um, so the moving belt takes you towards the aquarium. Yeah. So like for the you know everyone listening, it's like think of it moving forward. I had a lady who left her purse on who attempted to run backwards. <laughs> on, it's like running up an escalator yeah. just way <laughs> way harder. So, yeah. and she wasn't walking like you can do it if you walk like that's how we would get to that position, but like she almost face planted and I was like. What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you, you could wait, wait over there, and I'm like having to make sure. It was just the chaos of like helping guests get off the ride right her almost face planting me right. worry wondering if i should shut down the ride or not or if i should call because I, I would have to then grab the phone to call the people loading to look for the bag and then communicate to her to move over to where she got on the ride while making sure everyone's safely getting off the ride it was just <laughs> like those were the kind of situations that were crazy but Nemo,
0: the and there shouldn't be this much chaos yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <happening>
2: right <laughs> because attractions are safety critical it can get stressful so when things like that happen, it's like, okay, all right, hang on. I got to break this down and, and take this kind of step-by-step. Step.
0: Can I make a statement? Of course can you can. Yes. I, I still don't understand the projection thing at the end where they're like in the actual aquarium. Oh, I, I don't I, understand I, it. I'm embarrassed by that, but. I literally I get off and I go around and I look and I like look around the tank and I'm like how does that stinking thing work Beth,
1: what do you what? mean by projection Nemo is out yeah. there that's Dory and stuff man they're just swimming around that aquarium how dare you <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. Don't tell your niece, Greg. Don't tell your niece.
1: Listen, Ben, um, I have a niece who just thinks everything is fake. Okay, so I know people listening to this uh, have been listening for a while. Tell know
0: how old she is. Oh, my God.
1: She's six. But this was like when she was maybe four. We saw the Voyage of the Little Mermaid in Hollywood Studios. And, you know, the beginning of the show when it's like the black light. um, We know that they're puppets. Okay, like that's fine. Adults know that they're puppets. So she's watching the under the sea number. Right. And she like, you know, the, the fish are spinning and stuff. And she turns to me and she was like, Uncle Greg. I'm like what? She's like, you work here, right? And I, I just say yes because she doesn't understand, right? Yes. Yeah. Those are fake, right? I'm like, no, those are. Fake. She's like, no, I can see the. Those are fake. I'm like, what? enjoy the show, please. <laughs> like, what do you say to that? So like, so She's yes, Beth, those those. It's really Nemo and and the uh, friends hanging out in the really seats.
0: I don't ever see no. them in there afterwards. Is what I'm saying. I'm trying. They to
1: like that. to hang out and wave to the guests on the attraction because it's
2: their they're attraction. putting on a show for the attraction. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: they yeah. get paid. They're on the clock, Beth. How dare you? They they had they, they clock out, go home
0: thinking about the big blue world, you know they what just, I mean? They just oh,
1: never okay. get bumped. That's their only, they don't have a rotation. They just stay right
0: there. So, how long were you at uh, Nemo and Friends?
2: A couple months. Um, okay. I actually like, it, it's It's not like the best way, but like I actually needed surgery. So I had to leave the college program a, a month before I was supposed to. So I was supposed to go in July and I had to leave in June because my doctor okay. was like, you should probably go home and get this fixed. I would like, I, open book, I had like, I had like hernias in my stomach. Oh. I had two of them. Okay crazy like i have no idea how that oh. even happened i played three sports at a very high level yeah. growing up never had problems with lifting and then something happened when i was i don't know i don't know what i was doing but um yeah well, so um,
0: uh, wait till you get 30 i <laughs> was i
2: was <laughs> <laughs> i was there for i was there for a good time it was it was really enjoyable i yeah I, my favorite thing to do was to actually um to do turtle talk as, okay. as opposed to yes. the attraction yeah the attraction's fun but it's also like my favorite thing to do was talk to guests and make in like kind yeah. of. Um, make magic in that way. So I couldn't, I wasn't doing as much magic making when I was just loading people under the ride. Totally
1: get it. So um, I'm not, I don't even know if everyone listening has done Turtle Talk with Crush because I'm going to admit something to you. What it is. I've never done it, but I've watched YouTube oh, videos of it. The reason, the reason, why I haven't done it, Beth. How dare you take the judgment out of your eyes? The <laughs> difference is that, like, I like the laugh floor with, like, the Monsters Inc. laugh floor, right? Um, by the way, better. as you know, Ben, uh, everything in Disney gets an acronym. So the Monsters Inc. laugh floor, wonderful that they get to put that in there. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so I done it, but like, it's to me that's less about like kids, right? But Turtle Talk with Crush, I feel like it's Crush is meant to talk to ch- children. Not adults, and I don't have kids, so we typically don't go there with kids. So I always feel like the weirdo in the back. So I've never done it, but I've just watched it on YouTube, basically. I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone of, in that.
0: I'm just here to hear what your kids are going to tell us about you and your family life, because <laughs> that's pretty much what they do, and it's hilarious. Yes.
1: I guess I got
2: to see it.
0: Okay, so, sorry, go back. Explain explain to the peoples what Turtle Talk is.
2: So Turtle Talk with Crush is a... I, I always like to kind of describe it as a family-style uh, comedy show with Crush's T-Turtle from Finding Nemo. So I, I always just try to be blunt about it, and I especially say English-speaking as well because a lot of guests don't really speak English all that well, mm-hmm. and they get into the theater, and then they're confused for 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And it's, uh,
0: it's live interaction, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Live interaction. So- Crush's T-Turtle swims in from the ocean. He's got a little window and a hydrophone. The hydrophone helps him communicate with the audience that sits and talks to him.
0: It's so great. All right. So I would like to hear some stories because for those of you who don't know, um, when children are involved in this, which most of the time they are, they are asked to sit in the front. Mm -hmm. Like there are benches or whatever, mainly for parents or adults or whatever, but they ask most of the children to come and sit in the front areas because that's who crush talks to. Um, and so I can only imagine the stories you have. So, uh, you know, just tell us some of your favorites.
2: So my favorite is actually, I think the one that Greg found, Mm -hmm. um, but this is probably my like personal favorite story. Um, It was so uh, since Illuminations was the best nighttime show that we've ever had in Disney. I know that might be a hot take, but that's Uh my my opinion. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) A lot of people would, would go watch Illuminations at night and they wouldn't really be keen on coming to turtle talk at seven 30 at night, especially when their kids are kind of wiped out, not really looking to go to a comedy show. Mm -hmm. Um, So one night we I was just standing there out in front and um I we were trying to get people, you know, to come into the show, people watching the aquarium. Oh, you guys want to come see, you know, come talk to Crush. Next show starting in eight minutes. We struck out for I think eight minutes <laughs> trying to get people. They're like, Oh, we're going to fireworks. So there's this one dad and his kid who like run in like 30 seconds before the show's gonna start. And they were the only people going to the show. And this kid was just from ear to ear smiling when I told him that. He was the only one who, um, yeah. who who gets to see Crush. You know, you kind of kind of spin it a little yeah. bit. Oh, Crush has been waiting for you, buddy. Come on in. Yeah. You got your own showing instead of instead of oh, no one else is coming. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> so yeah. he was elated. The dad was looked like they I I think the term I used in the TikTok was it looked like I I handed him a case full of a million dollars. Like the, just the, the whole the wholesome vibe was was very strong from these two. So we walk him in, and I was uh the I was. Crush's assistant in that show, helping him communicate with the well, kid. Um, so they both sit down in the front and this kid, uh, his, his favorite Disney character was crush Favorite, sh- Um, uh, not show T uh, movie. movie, my gosh, um, was finding Nemo. And for like, he gave him the, uh, crush gave him a, a bit longer of an interaction as well. So I think it was like 20 minutes. Ooh. This kid just got to sit and, and ask crush questions. What he ate, how fast can he swim? Uh, what his favorite ocean is. Like just all of these different, quest- this kid was ready to go. I, he might as well had a notepad with, uh, with quick <laughs> right. fire, you know? <laughs> so that I'm was definitely like, my favorite. I'm
0: really tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm having to think on my feet real quick here. So.
2: Yeah, it was, it that, that was just so wholesome that, mm-hmm. the, you know, cause, cause with, with the shows sometimes with the shows in Disney, people are like, okay, this is air conditioning for 20 minutes. Let's yeah, go do a yeah. show. So when you get those people who are therefore the show and the show alone that just it's everything's working and it's just the magic flying everywhere
1: that's what i love about what we do right or even going to disney Mm -hmm. because any guest can roll into that show and have like an okay time right and you'll have some guests that have a good time but that that child will probably remember that for a long time right And it may not remember the exact details because you tend to forget a little bit here and there but like that's a lifetime story for that kid and i feel like you can't really get moments like that in many other places like you can do at disney so um i'm glad to hear those things are still happening because um i think i feel like it's a nice story of hope for people that you get to experience magic and i mean i feel like we probably need that a little bit more now than most of the rest of my life and i'm sure everyone can say the same thing so um, I'm glad to hear that 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 happened. Kids say crazy things, right? So I, I can only oh, imagine yeah. what you hear when you're doing like that.
0: It's basically Disney's version of "Kids Say the darnest Things."
2: <laughs> yes, and as the, so, like I said, my favorite thing to do was be in the theater. So, the uh, just just for like a just a little bit of setup for that, mm-hmm. the the ride and the show are like technically two separate attractions. So you rotate on each attraction separately. You don't really intermingle with them much, but when someone would get assigned to go do turtle talk, who didn't really want to go do it. I was always the first one to be like, I'll trade, I'll trade. Yeah. You want to do this, we'll, yeah. we'll trade. Yeah. And it almost, so there'd be days where I was in the turtle talk theater for like six hours, Wow, um, you know, walking around with the microphone, helping helping yeah. the kids. So the, the weirdest one I had was actually like, not that bad. I was shocked at how much time I spent in there. And I never really had that bad of an experience or that crazy of a child. Um, oh, but the one time, um, you know, cr- Crush asks, you know, who who wants to talk to him? All the kids raise their hand. He starts to explain them. So, like, you know, if you have a green shirt on, you have a green shell. If you have ears on, you have extra ears. All these kind of things to crush to help, you know, help me figure out where I'm going. So I go and I I I talk to this kid. And this kid starts out with something like super generic: like, why are you green? It's like, oh, I ate the seaweed on the floor and it turns my shell green. Like the very basic thing. Yeah. And then he goes, Do you hunt? And I, I'm like, (laughs) I was like, Sometimes you're on autopilot when you're working yeah, you know, and you just don't expect like, things.
0: What he really meant was like, how do you eat? <laughs> I, you're like,
2: what? It gets, it, it not, I, that's what I thought too. So okay. I, I'm okay. holding the microphone and he goes, do you hunt? And as he says, hunt, I'm starting to like pull the microphone away because I don't want anything like inappropriate going over, right. yeah. over in the theater. And I, you know, I kind of checked with crush and he's, he seems comfortable with it and he starts to answer the question. Like, what do you mean, dude? And then i kind of put it back because crush gave me okay and i was like oh please please god don't say anything it's like and then he goes and then this kid goes on for like he tries to go on for like 30 seconds about hunting with a bow and arrow and at some point crush just like kind of interjects and i pull the microphone and i'm like oh, god, oh my this gosh really so this kid tried to convince crush uh to learn how to use a bow and arrow underwater was, uh, no less. underwater yeah, yeah so it was uh that was the weirdest one I think I've had. I'm
0: gonna go ahead um, and say that it was probably a family from the south because yeah, everyone takes their kids so. hunting at such a young age. And usually bow and arrow can be pretty like, you know, you you don't hand him a gun, you hand him a bow and arrow first. So
2: Yeah. I'm
0: yeah, like that's I, not that weird to me, but
2: <laughs> I I I didn't think it but you know, just my instinct was to pull away and then oh, yeah. crush uh, yeah. Crush crushed it. it's like everything, yeah. you know, he thinks on his feet so well. So <laughs> yeah, turtle questions. So uh go you go to Monsters Inc. sometimes they, they sprinkle in some adult humor for the adults. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Crush does that, just is the master of it, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, my is favorite you part of like
0: side eye, like he'll kind of side eye and say something, and you're like, this is Yes. Greg, right, you have to do yeah. that. I, I guess when
1: you know, when those yeah. things return, I will go check out Turtle Talk yeah. with Crush.
2: I hope you do. It's actually we were rated like the number two show on property for a long time. What like awesome. it, it's a low key, like people don't think about it, but okay. it's yeah, it's it's a festival. Of the Lion King was was always first. I was gonna say, I'm sure. And yeah. then yeah, and then it was usually Turtle Talk. Okay. So. Well,
0: and it's a it's different every time you go in there. It's a different experience because kids yeah. ask different questions, and so you just never know. But. Yeah. We've been in there a few times when, it, I mean, the, you can just tell which kids have like so much personality and then they start talking you're like, I mean, where, who is this kid's parent? Like what <laughs> is going on here? Everyone's like looking at the parent because they're like trying to talk to him too. It's hilarious. The best time is
2: it. when they talk to the kid first and then they're like, when the kid, the kid might like ask it like more of a weird question. And it's like the crush asks who the parent is. And then the parent yeah. has to awkwardly raise their hand. Yeah. And then crush goes and talk to the parents and just like roast them for like two minutes. <laughs> Those yeah, are exactly. my favorite mom. Yeah. Those are like always uncomfortable for me though. Cause that parent is like, Hey, I'm an adult, man. This is yeah. like for the kids. And, and I'm like, I'm just helping out crush.
1: And they're standing in front of you, right? Like there's a, there's yeah, a separation yeah. between that adult guest and crush, but you're the one f- physically standing in that room yeah. with them. Like, Oh, I gotta like make eye contact with this adult who's getting roasted by crush a sea yeah. turtle.
0: But I yeah. also feel like it is a sense of like, Hey, this is just parenthood. Like this yeah. is what it's like having kids, man. We're all in this together. That's why everyone's laughing because <laughs> it's like awkward for everyone. So my I favorite
2: was like, line was like, I, I'm not going to be able to do the voice. I don't do the voice nearly as well as crush himself, but uh he would ask the parent, like, how many kids do you have? And then, Are those or like, "Are those your two kids in the front? And they'll be like, yeah. And he'll be like, oh, I have 900. You guys got some work to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, oh, Crush, please. God, I'm
0: yeah. so the kids are the like, person. what? Huh?" Yeah, they
2: have no idea. But all the parents are like, oh, all right, we went there.
1: And then a kid raises his hands and says, uh, Crush, where do baby <laughs> turtles come from? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Have you ever had um, kids ask other awkward questions like that where you're like, um... We have to move
2: on. <laughs> like sometimes they would ask a little too specifically about Crush's kids, Um, you know, and uh sport? like how that came to be, like how he has 900. And then he would kind of like side comment and then move on. Yeah. But honestly, for the most part, like those really awkward or like maybe edgy, quote unquote, edgy interactions don't happen as much because Crush is so good at moving on. Like he'll make a, a funny comment about the question and then Move to a different kid or move to a different adult, like you very
0: quickly, like, so. Real quick witted to, to do that.
2: Yeah, you we, we train with Crush a lot, and um I like the amount of time I spend in there. I just yeah, you you learn kind of just the flow of the show to make sure that 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 Disney magic is still pre- preserved if if something yeah, goes awry. Sure.
1: I think that Crush has yet to meet his match, which is my niece. So when this oh all comes God. back, oh, I'm gonna egg. see if she can oh go in there. Oh my
0: gosh. Seriously. I don't,
1: I don't know, because my I have two nieces, they're sisters, obviously. So um, one's a little older, but the younger one, I don't know if they've ever done it. I'll have to ask. But
0: she'll be like, she'll go in there and be like, "Can we talk about the Little Mermaid?" Because I think it's <laughs> fake.
1: She's out of control. Um, I they're she's like, still convinced.
0: you work to live here, right? She's yeah,
1: uh, still convinced that I live in Living with the Land. So just a quick, a quick recap <laughs> for people who know, because you'll appreciate this, Ben, because you work in attractions and stuff. So obviously, there's that like fake house in the Living with the Land. Mm-hmm. Um, just the obviously it's the facade but i convinced my niece that that's where i live and the dog out on the on like the pat on the uh porch is our dog reba she's like oh my god we're going back to your house i'm like that is my house thank you so much do you like the lawn like what i've been doing with everything like my scarecrow so on, um Still there yeah she thinks everything is fake except for that she's starting to get to that age where like she's this past time i saw her she started to question she's like is that really your home uncle greg sure is <laughs> oh, okay 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 yeah. she's from where i'm originally from new york and she still lives on long island so she's got a little bit of new york attitude and, and she thinks everything is fake and she's i love
0: fast, it but she's smart so sure.
2: i yeah. love it it's um, even better when i i would have adults come up to me after the show Be like, how'd you guys do that? I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, Uh, Crush swims in from from his ocean, and we use the I thought I said that we use the hydrophone to and they're like, like "Oh, no, funny. You should
0: know that Disney magic stays magical." <laughs> yeah, too. I'm like,
2: I was like, I wanted to because you, you want to say like, what do you want me to say, man? Yes. Like yeah. but I you know. have, you know, you have to kind of stick with it there. <laughs> yeah. Did that
1: happen often for you because I in my first role at Disney, I um I wasn't around a lot of guests. It would be like one family out of a time kind of thing. I was I was in uh, transportation for Disney Vacation Club, so we'd have some guests in my, in my oh, van. Nice. I'd be transporting them around property. So every now and then I'd get those types of questions which would be i'll say the adult question or like a magic ruining question and i know there are some um roles around property where like you're kind of taught a few ways to answer like hey what's that what's that rope or cable going from the castle over to thing oh well that's sometimes uh tinkerbell sprinkles too much pixie dust on the castle and that's what keeps it down on the ground just so it doesn't fly away those kinds of things Sure. So sometimes you don't get trained for them or they're just like off the wall ones and you have to like look an adult in the eye and say something that you know that they know is not true. But you have to say it because there's a mm-hmm. kid in the car. I'm like, you know, we got to you got to preserve it. Yeah. So I missed the had to have happened all the time. Uh, yeah, right. I, bet. I was always I was always
2: excited yeah. for those. Because I I've always had a flair for the dramatic. As you, I'm sure the audience, uh, you introduced me as a TikToker, so yes. that was probably <laughs> the assumption right off the bat. It's just a really dramatic dude. Yes. But yeah, I was always like pumped for those situations. Like. Like, I was a huge competitor growing up, so I always kind of – I see almost everything as, like, game
0: time, like, ready to go.
2: So, yeah. So whenever that would come up, it was just exciting. Like, the adrenaline pumps a little bit. Like, ooh, all right, we get to to play the part.
0: Let's say the room was emptying out and there was, like, a parent that was the last one in there. Would you ever, like, tell them or you still kind of are like
2: Mm – No. No. That was always when it would be, like – the the kids would uh, like uh, that's a part of my my job as well as when Crush swims away, uh, oh the aquarium's just right over there. The exit, take a right, you can see all Crush's yeah. friends. Blah blah blah. The kids would move out uh first, like with their parents, and then that's when like the dads would kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. swim over and be like, so you hey, gotta
0: be a dad. It's, it was
2: ever, ever I've never had I never had a mom or yeah. or uh, anyone else come up and ask. It was always the dads, so.
1: I would never ask, right? I would never go up to, a, as a guest, even before I was a cast member, I would never go up to a cast member and ask, but I'll tell you the whole time I'm thinking about it, right? Sure. The same oh, thing, yeah. Like yeah. if I see a, like a magic trick on like a show or a stage, I'm like, there's obviously yeah. a way that they're doing it. I'll tell you, Beth, to answer your question, to me it wouldn't matter if there was a child present or not i just assume that that guy is a spy and it's not worth my job yeah. so he gets the company answer everyone gets it until you're backstage That's basically true.
0: i didn't even think about that oh yeah though. i mean i don't know if they have spies but i just assume but you could say something to the wrong person and they might know someone and then it would be a whole big. you know what i mean yeah so, know. so I, I uh,
1: get... when you're on stage you're on stage you know
2: second week working there so i was super like still yeah. nervous in the theater yeah. and my coordinator comes in like right before the show is. hey by the way there's an auditor coming in and Ooh. i was like oh okay you're gonna yeah, let the 19 like, year old awesome. kid do this okay games this is it this is showtime
0: you're but, like and that's uh, when that's when the kid was like do you hunt <laughs> like, kid.
2: ironically that was like that that was probably the best show i Good. did it, like just everything was flying off perfectly yeah. no, no hiccups No, no no problems was, so you could
1: awesome. say it went swimmingly went swimmingly. So Ben, you mentioned you have a flair for the dramatic. Your words, not mine. I would never say that. Um, I know that you have auditioned a few times for entertainment as part of the Disney uh, college program. I'm really interested in the audition process because I guess I don't really know what they're looking for. I don't know what you have to do to prove that we're, that's what they're looking for. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of walking us through not so much the application process and filling out paperwork, sure. but like, I'm assuming you do something in person with them or like, just walk us through yeah. that.
2: Yeah. So everything is super, you know, at least for the audition process, everything is super transparent. So I can say pretty much everything because okay. everything's on YouTube and then also every- Google yeah. Disney auditions and they yeah. surprise they come up. Okay. Um, so you, you look up, um, Disney auditions. That's how I got into it. I got into it because one of my friends in the college program was like, or I, I had said something like, cause they were in entertainment. And I was like, man, that's probably so cool. Like mm-hmm. that sounds awesome and and she's like well yeah just, just audition and i was like it's not that easy
0: <laughs>
2: well i ironically i've never been in the theater i uh, until that that was my first audition ever first time doing anything like that so she eventually talked me into it practiced a little bit with her she kind of taught me so i it, you know i had some practice going in um but i so you 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 don't specifically have to sign up online. You kind of just show up okay. uh, to the audition house or the rehearsal studio and you get there, you get your number, all that kind of stuff. They say, thank you guys for coming. Like we, we really appreciate you coming. They, they clarify what they're looking for. So if they're looking for people within a height range, they kind of reiterate that, like, if you're not in this height range, like, thank you for coming, but you're probably not going to get casted this time. Um, and then you go through the audition and it's really fun. It the first step is is you do a dance, you do it. Yes. Or it's more of a movement, less than a dance. Something like they would do the smallest, like an eight count of steps in a parade. Okay. Uh, okay. Which I don't dance. So that ironically on TikTok can't dance. Yeah. Um so that part was terrifying for me. Um and then if you move on, you you go on to an animation where you have to pretend you're in this crazy scenario. Like one of the ones that I had to do was um I had to pretend I was in like Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark, and a forgotten forbidden temple that's laid with traps. So you have to pretend you're jumping through, uh, jumping over bridges, you know, dodging arrows, all this kind of things. And then from there, you you depends. You could do another dance. They could go do paperwork with you if they really like you and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's honestly. I would recommend doing it just for the fun of it. It was yeah. so fun. It sounds terrifying, yeah, but it's really not. They're there for you, the the casting directors and and you know like the dance leaders. They're there and they want you to do well, like really badly. Yeah. You can you can tell just by the, the vibe they give off and the and they're just, they they're there for you and they want you to do well. So there's, of course, everyone says no reason to be nervous, but yeah, well, yeah, there really isn't. Like it's it's such an open and welcoming experience. It, it was fantastic.
0: Incredible too, how you can play sports your entire life and you know you're coordinated, but then it's like you can't dance. (laughs) Yeah, so bad. It's so bad. Zero sense to me. Or like I, I took dance like 10 years out of my life growing up. And i played sports as well but like i walked into a zumba class one time and i felt like a complete idiot and i was like how how am i not getting this i don't understand
2: (laughs) that was literally like my my friends in entertainment had helped me out a little bit like okay this is this is an eight count like this is what you do with with these moves and like make sure you like I, hey, I watch dance heavy moms heavy growing heavy. up. I yeah, to keep the toes pointed, all that kind of stuff, but my sisters were uh, competition dancers. I know nothing about it. So yeah. I no. tried to use that as an excuse and they're like, that's not gonna get you anywhere.
0: You like call your so. <laughs> I have some questions. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was it was really bad. Do you, <laughs> so
1: do you include that on your resume when you applied that you have you're an avid watcher of dance moms on TLC or whatever it yeah. is? <laughs> <laughs> like guys, Emily's my they girl. So yeah.
2: I love dance
0: moms. <laughs>
2: Yeah, my uh, favorite what mom was Christy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what three sports did you play?
2: I played, well, I played f- technically four for t- a time. I played s- most seriously baseball and then football, basketball, and then I did track and field in middle school just okay. because okay. everyone did it. So yeah,
1: not everyone, no, not definitely. this guy.
2: Well, <laughs> well, all my,
0: all my, all my. I know what you meant. So yeah. like pressure, a lot of yeah. football players do it just because it's agility. Yeah. You know? Yes.
2: Gosh, I didn't play one yeah, single yeah. sport. Yeah. So I played baseball pretty much year round always. And that over time just got me to, I dropped basketball when I went to high school and then halfway through high school, I dropped football. And then when I was a senior in high school, I was like, you know, I really don't want to go play college baseball. And I probably wouldn't have, I, I maybe would have walked onto a D2 school. I don't think I would have been able to play D1. So I just kind of was just, my heart wasn't in it, you know, you have to want it. And it just wasn't. Yeah.
0: I had quit everything by senior year of high school because I was like, I ain't yeah. playing anything in college and I've been doing this year round my entire life and I would love to have a summer or just exactly. a spring break, right? Exactly.
2: I had my senior summer for the first time. That was my first. You get it. Yeah. Wow. It
0: was It was amazing. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. I, every
1: summer was <laughs> like, my senior yeah, totally. summer, I guess. <laughs> well, in, <laughs> instead of going d one or d two you went to d u disney University so <laughs> there you go. Um, that was good. Okay. what what would you say? I'm assuming you're interested in working for Disney in the future i don't I don't want to put words in your mouth, but since you have auditioned three times and it hasn't worked out because of x, <laughs> yeah. y or z this time as a covid is yeah. the is you know the pandemic. so I'm assuming you know as the opportunity presents itself, I'd imagine you're gonna come on down and try to get back in in some way I assume
2: I would hope so yeah yeah I, I definitely um that would be a dream. I've always, like I said, I've been coming to Disney forever. Yeah. And when you, when you grow up in Michigan, everyone goes to college and then goes to work for the big three automakers. So like Ford and Chevy uh, Chrysler, I never wanted to work for an auto company. I wanted to go yeah. work for Disney. So yeah. when I got the opportunity of the college program, I was like, this is, this is it. I, yeah. I even transferred to full Sail university in Orlando. So okay. I'll be done there in December. And, um,
0: you're not yeah. going go, to go the whole wrestling route? I mean, come on. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but I would like to go – I would like to work for Disney again for sure. And nope. definitely with the entertainment thing, I was, like, this close every time. Ah. Like, when I got – my first yeah. audition um, – my first audition was for uh, the Frozen Ever After show. I bombed there. That was bad. <laughs> but then for, like, the performer ones, I, I got through all the way, and I I, I was in the hiring pool, got – uh, fit with a few Disney characters and then had to leave for surgery. And yeah. then I came back and re-auditioned like a couple, like six months later when I felt like I was fully um, physically able, applied for the college program for fall of 2020. I went to two auditions. I went to full and part-time and college program and got pulled all the way through for both of them. And then eventually actually given the position and then COVID. So oh it's just gosh. been a really yeah. bad series of unfortunate events. And a lot of people would be like, take the hint, dude, but I, I don't know.
1: Can I tell I, you? Yeah. I'm I'm glad you're not t- quote taking the hint because the fact yeah. that you still want to do it means that it is actually something you really want to do. So if anything, yeah. I would imagine it's it's kind of giving you a little bit more drive to make sure you get to do it in the future. That's at least that would be my perspective if I were you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do that and maybe work WDI one day, like that's oh, the dream. But, fancy uh, That's the dream. I feel yeah, like it's of gonna course. make
0: but... for a much better, um like better cast member. I guess is moving forward because everyone is like itching to get back there and work again. And yeah. they, when they do, they're just going to be so excited about it. So I just feel like it's going to change some things around there for, for the better. I mean, not to say yeah. that like people hated their job, but there are some thankful, thank close yeah. jobs so, there. I mean, or maybe no.
1: they, they needed to move on and they didn't necessarily realize it, yeah. that maybe they just kind of yeah. become complacent um ben i don't know if you do this if you're as um self-destructive as i am but i every now and then will come across a TikTok of a cast member like kind of saying their goodbye because they were laid off and i myself am in that camp but i just i basically am crying at least once a day watching these TikToks because they're so sad and i feel so bad <laughs> and um and i'm always yeah. commenting like thank you for making magic and even though i'm literally repeating the phrase i mean it every single time i say it um and basically what I'm asking is is anyone else as as uh, oddly depressed <laughs> watching sad TikToks all the time about yeah. believing no. god it's so sad so um although you didn't make it in in order to get kicked out by covid it's almost like covid closed the door before you were able to walk through it uh, my hope for you and for anyone else and obviously for myself and my wife included is that you know this this ends and we get to go back start making some magic again um before we let you go though um it is time to subject you to a couple of fast questions which we call fast Fast pass facts
2: i'm so excited i'm locked in
1: (laughs) he's locked in we got some music so we just have a couple of questions we'll take turns we'll go back and forth and the purpose is for you not to really think just kind of shout out your first answer beth you want to go first
0: sure uh wishes or happily ever after happily ever after
2: for sure
1: Correct.
0: correct correct answer
1: <laughs> your favorite Epcot festival.
2: Uh Arts or Farts? Okay. Arts or Farts. No <laughs> words.
1: Yeah.
0: Also also my favorite. Um I love this one. This is such a weird one. Your favorite mode of Disney transportation.
2: Uh boat for sure. Oh.
1: He's a sailor. Uh, your all-time favorite Disney character.
2: Uh Peter Pan I'd say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That took me a minute. That was in the game. <laughs> uh, I'm going <laughs> to
0: Follow up that with your favorite Disney movie.
2: Um, Peter Pan. No, oh. or the Black Cauldron. I I never that never goes first, but Black Cauldron, Dude. Sword in the Stone are like my annex yeah. ones, and then Peter Pan's like my mainstream. Sorry, There's we have to back.
1: accept only your first answer. You know. The Sorry, role. Peter Pan, Peter <laughs> Pan. <there we> go. <laughs> Maelstrom or Frozen Ever After. Frozen Ever After. That is also correct. I, Sorry yeah. haters, but that is
0: correct. true. It hurts,
2: but it's true. It does uh. hurt.
0: I'm going to go with Halloween party or Christmas party. Uh, Halloween party.
2: Oh. sure. I'm a Christmas person who likes Halloween party better. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think I'm with
1: uh, you on that. Uh, my last question for you is your favorite, and you're not allowed to have your bias, okay? Your favorite Disney quick service restaurant. Uh,
2: does Be Our Guest lunch count? Yes. Then that, even though you need a reservation, it's still called quick it is service. Quick service, yeah. If not, Satouli Canteen would be my second, but Be right. Our Guest, lunch is just killer. I, okay. I hope they bring it back, because it's okay. amazing.
0: All right, my last question is going to be about Disney snacks. a Dole Whip or Mickey Premium Bar?
2: Mickey Ice Cream Sandwich. Ooh, not listed. <laughs> he gave
0: yes. it off the menu. That was Sorry. not the question, Ben. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>
2: Within the parameters, Mickey uh, Premium Bar. I don't okay. like the Dole Whip. I, I Me neither.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. You just hate yourself, it's okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's my Disney hot take. I made a couple of videos about that and people did not like it. So
1: Well, yeah. it's just an opinion, right? It's not like you're you're yeah. saying that you're yeah. wrong if you like the dull whip. I, I personally don't Definitely. like the dull whip. Right. That's we live in
0: America. I don't know if that you notice lately. You're either Florida. right or you're wrong. Yes.
1: Well, thanks for chatting with us. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Thanks for taking some time talking about your cast member stuff. um I mean it when I'll speak for Beth, but we both we both hope that you get to land your entertainment role at some point, yes. and maybe fourth time is fourth audition is charm for you, <laughs> and it actually works out.
0: I'm gonna say, don't forget about us when you're famous. Okay. Yes. Just remember I the little
1: people. That'll ever
0: happen.
2: But you guys are great. This was so much fun. <laughs> Good, I really okay.
1: appreciate
0: you it. Know.
2: I really um, appreciate it. This is so much fun.
1: Before we kick you off, uh, let people know where they can follow you, your TikTok and your Instagram. So
2: pretty much everything is is uh, Ben Barsh. You search Ben Barsh and it's generally, it's the first thing I come up. I'm the only one named Ben Barsh, apparently yeah. except another real estate dude in Texas. I found yeah. out the other day. <laughs> um, but if it's uh, TikTok is at Ben Barsh, that's where I post the most. And okay. then uh, Instagram would be a close second at Ben underscore Barsh.
1: Cool. Okay. And just to make sure I'll put your information too in the episode description. Thanks for hanging out.
2: Yeah, thank you guys so much. Have a magical
1: day.
0: It like rolls off the tongue. Ben Barsh. Ben Barsh.
1: Before we uh, wrap up our episode, talk about some news. Of course, I have a quote for you, and we do our Disney history. Your gentle reminder to head over to our friend over at World Traveler Trading. Check out Stephanie's merch um, if you're in the market for a key fob or a custom dog collar or the kind of newer macrame key fob. Of course, these are all Disney inspired ones. You can head over there link in the description of this episode as well and of course you can use our magical phrase the phrase is
0: (laughs) that park life
1: (laughs) and you can save yourself a little bit of money over there when you do some shopping all right you got two new two little nugs i hear so
0: yeah they're like popcorn nugs um (laughs) one was that the people the people mover um, it's like been moving.
1: Yeah. You know what? Just open it. I'm tired. I'm tired of these news I mean, stories about how it's supposed to open.
0: Testing. Yeah. I mean, they're doing all the testing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just exciting that it's actually moving. Yeah. Okay. Cause Get it, open. it could not be moving. It could yes. still be sitting there by itself and you're just staring at it. So, uh, that was one little popcorn nug. The other one is that they obviously they haven't been doing extra magic hours, but what they are bringing back is like resort stay extra time. Yes. So I was, I was reading about it and I'm like, Oh, we haven't talked about this, right?
1: No, have not.
0: Okay. Um. And I mean, don't get like super excited because it's literally only 30 minutes before the park opens. Is what okay. doing. It's just their way of helping with the dis- dispersion of mm-hmm. getting people through the gates is basically why they're doing it. So yeah. I think they're just trying to zhuzh it up a little bit to make it sound like it's real fun. But it's really <laughs> just because they want they don't want so many people gathering. It's easier to get people in a little bit earlier if they can.
1: Yeah. Well, honestly, it's nice because I mean, I've been to park open these days. You know, when I say these days, i mean during COVID and i don't want to say it gets very congested but anything they can do to alleviate the the line just to get to the temperature check is probably beneficial to honestly to everybody and they can't really call it extra magic hour because i think they're trying to get away from it locking themselves into you
0: so know time. increments
1: of 60 yeah. minutes when maybe it'll be 30 minutes maybe one day it'll be 90 minutes or something you know
0: yeah, who, knows? who knows who knows show should we uh should we hop on over to some history yeah let's
1: go back in time and talk about some things that have happened in disney history um, i'll go first this time Let you enjoy the music a little bit. Um, A lot of times, I remember the thing that I I talk about, like my item for Disney history. This one, I really don't. So, if anyone experienced this, I mean, it's such a select few people. I would love to hear from you. Don't think it's it's anyone out there listening has, but this this is it. So, this week in 2008, starting uh, this week and going on for the next ten days or so imagineers were testing a wireless device around the parks known as the disney magic connection all right not a dating service it's called the disney magic connection it is a handheld unit that had the potential to inform guests in real time what the current wait time was at a specific attraction it also let guests know whether there were fast passes left for a particular attraction so obviously this is before my disney experience this is before um or back when they were paper fast passes, and it also had the um, availability of letting guests know when or if fast passes would become available again, which is interesting. Uh, every day, sixty families were randomly chosen at Magic Kingdom to participate in this pilot program called the Disney Magic Connection.
0: Interesting, interesting so right? Basically, just trying to get gather information and see like how this all was going to work. Yeah, because obviously then... we have. All that information now. Yes,
1: via my Disney experience. So who knew? Maybe this was like the thing that eventually led to what we have now.
0: Yeah. For sure. Coo koo coo. All right. I'm going back to twenty thirteen. Uh the Main Street bakery at Disney World's Magic Kingdom closed. Do you know what went in that spot? Bomb <gasps> bump
1: bump bum, the devil.
0: <laughs> it's not the devil. Uh Starbucks. Yes. Starbucks moved into the Main Street Bakery spot. So um, uh, but it was twenty thirteen this week that it closed. Wow. I just remember when I first heard that Starbucks was coming to Disney parks and I was really excited. I yeah. know some people hate that. But here's the deal. When you have your comforts, here's yeah. how it makes sense to me. You have your comforts, right? You go to your Starbucks every. Some people go there every day. I used to work there. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Starbucks is like a comfort thing for a lot of people. So, I mean, where do you want your comfort things, right? When you're yes. in freaking Disney.
1: Of course. I, I want you to have access to Starbucks. You and everyone else. And I don't really dislike Starbucks. I was joking when I said it was taken over by the devil. I know. But my issue is that it took over the bakery. So, like, yeah. I know they every, yeah. every now and then they'll have like a specialty cupcake. But then it's the same line, whether you just want to go in there for the cupcake or you're going right. in there for coffee. And in the morning, or I don't really eat a cupcake in the morning, but throughout the day, the lines get pretty long. So that was really my only frustration in that.
0: I honestly wouldn't mind if it was like anywhere tucked away in the park as yeah. long as I like had access to it. Like I loved where it is in Epcot because I'm like, it looks beautiful. Yeah. It's kind of tucked away in this little side area. It's not like a main attraction. So I I do see the issue with like the fact that it's on Main Street. But I mean, you know, there was like big money involved in that deal. Oh, yeah.
1: Before we get our quote to end our episode, I want to remind you, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do so at That Podcast. Hey, if you're new to us and this is your first time listening, welcome. We chat about Disney every single week. A lot of history, a lot of tips, a lot of food. Um, every now and then some dad jokes, which you will get next week. Um, We're web-
0: also uh, wallet motiv- motivated. So if you need to know like, hey, how can I do some things cheap? Yeah, I'm a We're cheap here dude. for you. I'm just We're a here cheap for guy. You.
1: Um, and food motivated we're usually talking about food quite a bit Um, you can follow me on instagram at the disney greg
0: you can follow me at the healthy hot mess
1: if you like we heard today please feel free to like subscribe uh, leave us a review over on itunes a five-star review obviously helps the most especially when you leave a little bit of a description just makes us uh, appear easily kind of helps us in the ranks with other disney podcasts there are a lot of disney podcasts out there and we appreciate you listening to us and if you want to support what we do, and even get some extra special access, we do our bonus episodes there as well. You can support us via via Patreon, and the link is in the episode description as well. So I have a quote, and this is like a you know I'm always doing Disney quotes, but this time it's like a kind of by association Disney quote because this is from The Greatest Showman, uh, mm-hmm. and I and it just it's it struck a nerve with I struck
0: it struck a nerve with me. It struck a nerve, her. which is
1: not what I meant to say. <laughs> It struck a chord with me, so I share it with you today. And it is, quote, no one ever made a difference by being like everyone else.
0: Mm. This is the greatest show! (laughs) Sorry, I had to say it.
1: So with that, we leave you all. We'll talk to you all next week. Shout out again to Ben for hanging out with us today. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Bye!